What would it take to arouse your life, to experience more connection, more pleasure, more realness in and outside of the bedroom? I'm August McLaughlin, and this is Girl Boner Radio. Welcome back, 2021. Let's do this. So last month, I released a year-end survey to my mailing list to find out what folks are most curious about and interested in lately. And the results affirmed what I and others in the sex ed space have suspected and noticed. Some folks are feeling less sex-inclined during these zany times. Others find that sex alone or with a partner is really helpful for managing stress. And lots of people are interested in adding more fun to their sex lives when they do play, regardless of how often. The Kinsey Institute has been studying this, and they found that one in five adults surveyed made a new addition to their sex life since the pandemic started. Here are some of the most popular ways. Having sex in a new position or location in their home. Filming themselves having sex. Trying a remote-controlled sex toy. Or having and or acting on a sexual fantasy that they have never explored before. I loved hearing all of this because it shows that so many of us are prioritizing pleasure and new adventures. And that those adventures don't need to require huge efforts or changes. One really simple and fun toy to consider adding to the mix if you or a partner has a penis is the beloved cock ring, which is where I will start today. First, a little bit of history. Humans have been putting a ring on it, wink wink, for centuries. The first documented cock rings were found in ancient Rome. I'm not sure if you actually want to know what some of the first ones were made out of. Basically, animal parts with eyelashes still attached. Sorry if that was a bit of a buzzkill. Materials aside, the main purpose of these handy rings is an excellent one. To increase pleasure during sex, typically for both partners, or however many folks are invited. That's why some folks call them pleasure rings. Worn around the shaft of the penis and sometimes the balls as well, cock rings restrict blood flow, which might sound kind of, I don't know, medical and not fun, but it can make erections harder and longer lasting and intercourse more pleasurable and orgasmic. Today's cock rings are made out of much more palatable materials like silicone, metal, and leather. Thank goddesses. Like many sex toys, though, They don't often come with in-depth instructions, or in some cases, any instructions at all. So I'll cover some basics, benefits, and mistakes you definitely want to avoid. Then, with Dr. Megan Fleming's help, we'll delve into simultaneous orgasms, including some practical tips and ways to keep them in perspective. To get a really simple and fun download to using a cock ring I put together for this episode, it's a one-sheet guide you can reference just before or while playing. Join me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash girlboner. 
If you want to put a ring around the penis for the first time, here are a few beginner's tips. Step one, when you're starting out, go for a simple cock ring, also called a donut cock ring, yum, that stretches. Silicone is a great option because it's really flexible as well as body safe. Stretchy ones are especially easy to slip on and off, easy to use, and easy to clean. You could also try a silicone ring that has a small vibrator on the outside, which can bring some external clitoral stim to a partner. And if you get really into this type of play, you could check out other types too, such as double or ridged cock rings. Step two, putting the ring on it. Put the cock ring in place when the penis is flaccid or semi-erect. If you place it on before a full erection, it'll get tighter as the penis gets harder, which is good. Some folks have an easier time achieving and maintaining erections while they're wearing a cock ring, which makes them a great choice if you or a partner deals with performance anxiety or struggles to have a full or lasting erection in general, or only in certain situations. And all of that is really, really common, by the way. Step three, don't forget lube. A quality lubricant can make nearly all sex hotter and more fun. And lube is especially helpful when you're using a toy. Bodies produce natural lubrication, but toys, of course, don't. So before using a cock ring, add a small amount of lube, roughly the size of a dime or a few drops, to the inside of the ring so it'll slide on with ease. Step four, listen to your body and communicate. This is probably the most important step. Just like using lube, tuning into your body and communicating with a partner are always helpful and important. When you're restricting blood flow with a toy, they can keep the wearer safe and comfortable physically and emotionally, and everyone will just have a better time. Cock rings are generally really safe, but if you wear one that's too tight or for too long, you can run into some potentially serious problems, which is why that listening is so important. Most people do just fine wearing cock rings for up to 20 minutes or so. And when in doubt, remove it, especially if you notice any discomfort or unusual sensations, including things like numbness or coldness. And if you have some butterflies about your first time, also totally normal, try it for just a couple of minutes at first. You could also try it out solo before any partner use. Make sure it fits well and just kind of see how it works. Here's a bit more on the benefits of cock rings. Improved erections and sexual self-confidence. Many folks, especially cis men, place a whole lot of their sexual self-worth on their ability to have erections because of those wonky societal messages. This ranks up there with penis size as a source of self-criticism and insecurity. And even though neither of those things, trouble with erections and smaller penis size, say a single darn thing about a person's sex appeal, worthiness as a partner, or pleasure abilities, It's nice to have a way to boost that comfort and confidence, don't you think? Intensified orgasms. If you or a partner has a penis, 
a cock ring can intensify orgasms for both of you by creating stronger arousal and more blood flow, which is what makes arousal and orgasm happen. Some people find that wearing a cock ring allows them to stay hard long enough for their partner with a vulva to take the time and get the stimulation they need to reach climax, which tends to make both folks happier. More fun for you and your partner or partners. Because of the physical perks and the emotional ones of cock rings, novelty is such a sweet way to spice things up and new adventures send those feel-good chemicals flowing, the ones we feel when we have a crush on someone or we're falling in love. Even if you end up not being into cock rings, which is, of course, completely fine, trying new things can heighten fun and intimacy. To get the most out of your cock ring experience, here are a few tips. Make sure your cock ring fits well before using it during sex, whether you try it on or use it fully first. It would be such a bummer to get into it all, only to realize the ring is too small or too large. If you're concerned about this, you can buy a set of multiple sizes or measure the penis girth using a string before you buy one online. And here's a position tip. If one partner has a vulva, you may want to have that person positioned on top for maximum clitoral fun. This is a great position for a vibrating cock ring too, anything that has your pelvises together. Really though, most any position can feel more pleasurable with a cock ring. Just make sure that you're doing more grinding movements than thrusting. If you want that maximum external clit bliss, and I mean, who doesn't? This also means that cock rings are great if there's a position that you wish you could experience more pleasure or climax during, and you don't. It might be the thing that takes you over the edge. Lastly, before gifting a cock ring to someone or bringing one into sex, talk about it with who you plan to use it with first. That'll help ensure that you and your partner are on the same page And it can provide some really fun anticipation. You have something to look forward to, something new and exciting, something that you know your partner has been thinking about and it's now in your mind too or vice versa. Looking forward to a sexy new adventure can be half the fun and make cock ring sex that much hotter. To get your hands on a new or your first cock ring, head to thepleasurechest.com. They're really easy to search. You can plug in the words cock ring or go to the men's sex toy section and they have a whole bunch of vibrating and non-vibrating options that you can search by materials, experience level, and more. Find a link to some of their most popular cock rings down in the show notes where you can find a link to my Patreon community as well and get your hands on that cock ring guide and a whole bunch of other fun episode extras. This week's listener question came from Samantha, who wrote this. I have never had a simultaneous orgasm, not with any of my exes or my husband. I'm wondering if you have any tips for that. Thank you so much for reaching out, Samantha. I love that you're curious about simultaneous orgasms and looking to expand your pleasure experiences. One thing to keep in mind is that 
while orgasming at the same time happens a lot in movies, TV, and porn. They are not common at all in real life sex. So while it can be a fun goal or a bonus, as you'll hear more about from Dr. Megan, I don't want anyone to feel like they're falling short somehow for not experiencing them. If you do want to invite them as something fun and new to try, here's what I recommend. See it as a mutual sexy goal to experiment with. In other words, talk to your partner about it first and set it up like a spicy sex date, you know, versus seeing if you can time yours along with theirs. Make it like a game almost. From there, you'll want to make sure that you're both really turned on before you orgasm. Take your time to build arousal for both of you. That can happen through masturbation, on your own beforehand or together, through a lot of making out, maybe listening to an erotic story or watching a sexy video, using toys. Then work in edging, also known as orgasm control. For that, you basically get yourself or your partner really close to orgasm, like almost there, and then pause, stop the activity, take a breath, and start building it up again. Or let that arousal settle for a bit if you want the other partner to kind of catch up. Edging can really intensify full body arousal and bolster orgasmic bliss too, while giving you control over the timing. And synchronistic climaxes are all about timing. Oops. Lastly, if orgasming at the same time doesn't happen, if one of you gets there first, do not sweat it. In fact, agree to not sweat it in advance. And then keep playing and enjoying until you've both experienced orgasm as desired. Whatever makes both of you feel satisfied. Have the partner who got there first tantalize the other to that point or the person who hasn't yet come could solo play their way there while the other partner watches and takes it all in which is a big turn on for a lot of folks here's what dr megan fleming had to say for samantha and other folks who might be interested in this kind of play Samantha, love your question. And first, I want to say you're not alone, that actually simultaneous orgasm, you know, is not that common. In fact, doesn't happen at all for most couples. And so while I'm absolutely going to share tips on how to sort of explore that together, I also want to be crystal clear, do not make that the focus. I can't tell you how much that I see when there's a goal sexually, how much it can bring performance anxiety and really take people out of the moment and inhibit their arousal. So it's important to remember the most important thing is to be focusing on the play and the exploration and enjoying the intimacy. It may or may not happen, and really to have the attitude and sense of no biggie, right? That it can just be fun to explore and to try. And most importantly to remember that simultaneous orgasm may be a bonus, but it's certainly not the end goal. So here are my six tips. One, definitely on your own, I want you to focus on your pelvic floor, that when we practice Kegel exercises, we are strengthening and toning our PC muscles. And when we do so, have stronger PC muscles, that is, it's easier and we're more quickly able to reach climax or orgasm. The second sort of tip is to always remember, great sex is about angles. And so really thinking for yourself, 
and it's unique to the bodies um, and the particular partnership that you're in. You know, what are the particular sexual positions that feel the best, either allowing for the best amount of penetration, G-spot stimulation, clitoral stimulation, and really focusing on the ones that are your favorites. The third is always add lube. We know 50% of women say lube makes orgasm easier. My fourth tip, and importantly, going back to the difference in male and female arousal, is often about slowing him down. And this is where the communication come in. If he's getting there more quickly to that tipping point, he can either pull out and just focus on just the tip of his penis, or he can fully pull out and you can gently squeeze the head of his penis for about five seconds. It's part of the stop, start, and the squeeze technique, which, again, is helping men with ejaculatory control. And then five, of course, is to focus on the clitoris. And by that, I mean when and if your hand or your partner's hand isn't adding enough intensity or sensation, definitely consider adding a vibrator. And that could be like a small bullet one, or it could be like the Wii Vibe, which is both for sort of external and internal stimulation, or even a vibrating cock ring. Like so many ways to add more pleasure and sensation with, you know, exploring your sort of sex toys. And then the other is, of course, also focusing on G-spot stimulation. And again, some angles are certainly much better than others. As I said, the biggest thing to remember, Samantha, is it's about the fun, the exploration. It'd be a nice to have, a great bonus, but that it's absolutely not the goal. What we focus on expands and what we resist persists. And so often we get our heads focusing on a goal and there's nothing erotic or sexy about that, I can assure you. So. Have fun, and as always, would love to hear how it goes. Thanks so much, Dr. Megan. For clitoral play tips from Megan, sign up for her mailing list by texting the word DESIRE to 66866. And for occasional updates from me by email, sign up at girlboner.org or using the link down in the show notes, where you can find links to other fun things I mentioned in this episode, too. Thank you so much for listening and have a beautiful Girl Boner Embracing Week.